Hello, Husky fans. Welcome back to Fourth and Inches, a Husky podcast from Sports Illustrated Husky Maven channel. My name is Trevor Mueller, and with me is Jake Grant. And today our guest is Colorado Buffalo's expert, Chase Howell. Chase, thanks for coming on the show. Yeah, thanks for having me on. Very happy to talk some football, especially some Pac-12 football. It's been it's been a long time. Yeah, and you know, looking at the Buffaloes, you know, they had some some real turmoil there at the end. It looked like um, head coach, based on the name, help me out, Chase. Carl, uh, former or current? Mel, Talk- Mel Tucker. Mel Tucker's former. Mel Tucker yeah. had some stuff getting. He was getting some stuff going, and uh, mm-hmm. you know, uh, now where are we? What's the state of this program? It's a good question. I mean, I guess we're going to find out in a couple of weeks about uh, what this football team looks like. But uh, Carl Durrell, he's, he's come in. He's said a lot of the right things. Um, he said he wants to be here. I think that's important with what happened with Mel Tucker, who just vanished after one year. Um, but, yeah, we, do, we don't really know what this football team is going to look like. I think we're in a kind of a similar position as Washington. New quarterback, new head coach, um, a lot to learn about this football team, maybe on the younger side as well. Luckily, you guys have a head coach that is very familiar with the program, whereas um, CU has a guy that doesn't really know what he's working with until they've just started practicing over the last week or so, two weeks. And how does that coaching staff, where, where do they stand with the fan base, especially after Mel left last year? Is there some unease around the program? Yeah, it kind of depends on who you talk to. I think he's come in, he said a lot of the right things. I think he hired a a pretty good staff um, with what he was able to work with. Obviously, there weren't that many coaches available. Um, And I think people were very happy with the staff that he brought in. But um, he's not a big name. Obviously, he comes as the wide receivers coach from Miami. Um, There were obviously some bigger names that they were going after, Steve Sarkeesian. As you guys are familiar with, that was one of the ones that uh, they really wanted. Um, so it kind of depends on who you ask. I think people are kind of in a wait and see mode in terms of Carl Durrell. So with that transition, where do you think they are for competing for a South championship? It's probably going to be a little while. Um, the, this team has, they've recruited really well over the last couple of years, uh, much better than they did previously. So there is a lot of talent in the cupboard. Uh, we'll see if they're able to develop. I think they're going to be a pretty young team. And and like you guys know, a, a new quarterback, it's just that they, they were so lucky to have the same quarterback for three straight years. And I think when whenever you're developing a new quarterback that doesn't have a lot of experience, that's the big question mark for this football team. So if they're able to find somebody um, that's good there, then then I do think they'll be able to compete in a year or two. I think they have enough talent. You mentioned the quarterback. What is your offensive philosophy going to be going moving forward uh, it, this year, but in oncoming years as well? That's a really good question. So um, Darren Cheverini, the offense coordinator, the now play caller, uh, he's been with CU for a while. He called plays two years ago uh, during 2018, and he comes from kind of a, an air raid. He coached under Cliff Kingsbury, so he has a lot of air raid concepts to him. Um, He loves to throw the football. When he was the play caller, there were a lot of four wide receiver sets. I think over this last year, though, um, he's learned a lot more about the run game. They they loved to run the football this past year. Um, I think that was one of the things they were very successful at. And I do think they brought in a bunch of, like, transfer tight ends. I think they want to have a little bit more of a power style. Uh, They keep saying multiple, multiple, multiple. I think that's kind of where um, football is going is you just want to give them a lot of different looks. 
Um, so I, in my opinion, I want to see them run the football a lot more. I think they have some really good running backs. Uh, they have a junior that has a lot of experience in Alex Fontenot. They had a true freshman last year, Jaron Mangum, that played um, they had some really good games last season. He's going to be really good. And then they have this big-time uh, four-star running back out of New Orleans, Ashad Clayton, um, that was a part of the 2020 class um, that everybody's really excited about. So they have a lot of good running backs. They can develop an offensive line. I think making the identity, running the football, and playing good defense, I kind of think that's where they're going to go. Durrell and Chevrini, they both ha- have experience coaching wide receivers. So they, they might want to lean on throwing the football. But I think in terms of how you look at this roster, I think running the football should be the identity. And who are a couple of guys that, uh, you know, Husky fans and just college football fans in general could look out for? Well, we'll, we'll see. I think the quarterback, um, I do think they have some talent. There's Sam Neuer and Tyler Lytle. They're two competing right now. Um, they have experience on this team. Tyler Lytle was pretty highly recruited. He had over um, over 20 offers, double-digit power five offers, so pretty good for uh, a team like CU. People were excited about him when he came in. Um, so it, it, w- it will be interesting. I think um, Pac-12 fans should be paying attention to who their quarterback is and whether he can play. In terms of just all around um, who, who's going to be the stars on this football team, you have a lot of guys on defense. Nate Landman, I'm sure you guys are familiar with him, inside linebacker. Uh, he'll likely be all Pac-12 this year. Mustafa Johnson, the defensive lineman. And I think he's one of the best defensive linemen in the Pac-12. Um, he will likely – well, he'll, he'll battle for a Pac-12 spot, by all Pac-12 spot, but I do think he'll be um, one of the top defensive linemen. So they have some talent on that side. Katie Nixon, wide receiver, I think that's somebody that a lot of people are excited about. Um, he'll be a senior this year and a couple of younger guys um they got some good weapons on offense daniel arias i don't know if you guys remember him from two years ago he caught a pass at washington um it was his it's his only touchdown pass of his career it was his first catch of his career actually and he's actually from washington i i'm drawing a blank on the town right now um but a guy that wasn't recruited by washington state or washington and he will be um a starter for colorado this year you alluded to a couple of defensive players. Um, the The defense took a step up with Mel Tucker last year uh, from the McIntyre um, era. But uh, what's kind of, again, your defensive philosophy, what do you think is going to be your philosophy with defense? And you mentioned a couple of guys that you need to look out for. Is there a couple more that might be on the horizon of breaking through? We'll see. I actually do think they have a lot of experience um, on defense. Their front, pretty much their whole front seven is returning from last year. Um, they've got a bunch of good defensive linemen. Jalen Sammy was a redshirt freshman last year. I think he will end up playing on Sundays. He's like a six foot six, 330 pound um, nose tackle that's extremely athletic. Uh, Terrence Lang, on, he plays defensive end. He's six foot seven. Um, close to 300 pounds, about 290 pounds. Uh, he played really well last year. He'll be a junior this year. And Carson Wells, he likes to get after the passer. In terms of an, an identity, I think that's what um, they're going to want to do. And I think that's what you guys saw last year in that Washington game. That was obviously um, their best game last year. And I think the, the thing that they did the best was get after the quarterback. They were in Jacob Eason's face pretty much that entire game. And I think that's the reason they were able to win. Um, and they got a couple pass rushers coming in 
uh, right now. Jason Harris, he's going to be a true freshman. He was a four-star. Uh, he played in the Under Armour All-American game. He actually announced his decision at, uh, during that game. Um, so hopefully if, if some of these pass rushers can develop, I think that will end up being their identity. I think they are – Tyson Summers, the defense coordinator, he actually returns from last year. I think that he – can find a way to get after the quarterback. I think he showed it against Washington and showed it against Stanford. And if they can groom some of these guys, then I think that's what it'll look like. Awesome. So how is Colorado going to win games this year? Hopefully, in in my opinion, um, playing to their identity of running the football and playing really good defense. And it it depends on if, um, if this defense can look as good as they did in some of the games last year. But I think if you're able to run the football and play good defense, you can win football games. Hopefully it's not, you know, trying to outscore the, your opponent, trying to score 40, 50 points a game to beat them. Um, I think that we won't see many of those games. I, I would hope that they're trying to hold their opponent to under 20, run the football, and hopefully sneak out some games that way. We'll see if they're able to do that this year. It, it, it's just there's so much to wonder about this football team right now. And in your opinion, a successful season for Colorado football is? Winning winning a couple games. The over-under is like one and a half right now, I think, uh, on most books. So what you're looking at is maybe like two or three games, squeaking out some Pac-12 games. Um, They started at home against UCLA. I think that's a very winnable game. Um, Arizona's a winnable game. I don't know what you guys think about Washington State right now, but – they're not returning a whole lot. I, I do like Rolovich a little bit, but um, I think that that's another game um, that they can win. But, yeah, it, it's really just showing some progress, showing that um, they have the right guy at the helm and, and that they are able to win football games. And then hopefully down the road uh, they can start really competing for a championship. 